0: All
1: right. welcome to the captain lou podcast hello hello I'm your host captain lou here with co captain luke hi and we are we fired it up because we're having connectivity issues and we thought what better way to address <laughs> them than to load more bandwidth <laughs> into the mix yes for what it's worth here we are yes and uh it's gorgeous in so cincinnati good. today uh it was 70 yesterday rainy Yes. bands of rain coming through. Yes. And um, today it was gray. Broke into some sunshine at the end of the day. Indeed. About 50 to 55 degrees. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Gorgeous. Come on. It's February. Yes. I think today is the last day of February.
0: It is because of half past September and stuff. Yep.
1: There we are. <laughs> so we've got, we've got the best February possible. Not uncommon for Cincinnati to have a really beautiful winter with mixed spring weather yes winter weather Yes. and i don't know rain <laughs> yeah yeah i'm down to clown for all of that love it what's up johnny manak hi johnny it's good to see vernon stanley and sam yes. cook in here it's nice uh anytime you guys join us but we really don't mean to tax your day with the demands of a live video we <laughs> We know that we need to produce a video product because we're serious podcasters. We do take it very seriously and we're more than willing. We're, we aspire to invest full-time attention to podcasting. Yep. But we can only do that if we are met with certain degrees of success.
0: Yes.
1: Maybe now it would behoove us yes. to thank some of the folks who have uh, helped us to get this far. Mm. Uh, we have just reached a financial threshold by which we can open a bank account Indeed. and begin the process of incorporating the business in the podcast and all of the hoo-ha. Yep. So we are hoo-ha positive today. <laughs> and, uh,
0: hoo-ha and, ha uh, positive.
1: Yeah, I'm happy. As, yeah. as long as we don't yeah. have any woo.
0: Yes, right. um, the woo.
1: We don't do woo. <laughs> There's plenty of hoa. Right,
0: and I mean that the way Mike winger wing
1: means that. that's right. So, um, gorgeous weather, yes. beautiful day.
0: Yes.
1: I uh I enjoyed uh today's uh, podcast is brought to you by Solution Roofing. Yep. Uh Solution Roofing is my day job, but it's also our family business. Hmm. And uh, I love my work with Solution because I get to speak Spanish on the roofing site every job and i think it makes a difference. I think so too. And as far as i hear from the crews, it makes a difference for them too yeah. to be able to use i don't know sentences <laughs> right and to be able to yeah. call their project manager on the phone yeah. and say to him, you know, like duh, 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 drip edge. Duh, duh, duh. <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks to solution roofing for being part of my family and my life and um, my son Aaron's been a skater since he was a little kid and uh he is a, truly, truly a hoss truly truly a hot frontside airs. when
0: you talk to the guys in spanish do they have to slow down for you to understand them well or are you are you good enough you're um, pretty freaking good
1: they understand me what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. fine okay um I speak college Spanish so I form a, like a full sentence. I don't use like yeah, slang, like or, slang right. or word packets. I don't sure. know slang or yeah. word packets or right. you know things like that. So when they speak to me um, like today a guy was saying to me, "Oh, I like your hat." Cuz I was wearing I was I wear a Solution Roofing hat yeah. on the job and he said, "Oh, you know, he said something something your hat something something." And um, I told him, "Yeah, we, we try to keep it professional." You know, like I wear a solution roofing shirt. I yes. wear a solution roofing hoodie and coat yeah. and hat, and um, it, it's nice. It's really nice that it's a the family the family business, and um, Cincinnati, Kentucky. Um, I think we even hit the, hit into Indiana. I'm not sure.
0: I would imagine you guys it's, would.
1: That's not my department. My department <laughs> in the roofing company is that uh, I go on the site. I make sure that the order is right. Um, and anything that the crew needs i go get for them yeah. and it's nice because they can tell me in spanish i i don't have to ask them to slow down but just once sure. every now and then sure um but um hopeton mitchell is on here good to see you Hopton. and it's really nice to have people commenting during our time together really because we like interaction we really do um and we we are not we don't get a whole lot we're not getting slews of comments on the things that we're we're doing and for that I'm kind of grateful <laughs> yeah um, very grateful for the folks who've encouraged us and who have supported the podcast um, we're also brought to you by life skateboards uh, life skateboards uh, pressed and made uh, by hands that live right across the border in Indiana about two hours two hours two hours from us yeah um, pressed in Knightstown Indiana and then brought over to Muncie to the finishing shop. Is that how that works? Well, until they finish moving over to Knightstown, that's the way that it works. Okay,
0: I did not know. Yeah,
1: over in, in, uh, you know, Life Skateboards has been in a transition from the Muncie workshop to the Knightstown workshop. Yeah. For I think, a year, six months, maybe six months. I don't know. I don't either. But Casper Jones and Sam Cook. Yep. Are. Killing it at making really, really good skateboard decks. Yeah, they have multiple concaves going on. Sam has done a great job at getting concaves that I like to skate. Yeah, and um, and Casper uh, does a great job on on uh, cutting and finishing and pressing. And uh, we're just seeing a lot of bomber decks come out. Yeah, I don't think it can be beat. I really don't. Yeah, I, I appreciate that there is some form of debate happening about whether boards pressed fresh by people who actually ride and care right um but whether they are superior to the far-flung blah 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 but in one of our previous uh times together the interaction around that was uh pretty clarifying thanks to bud stratford another person that we're grateful to bud stratford um told us uh to uh go grab he's sponsored us to go grab a meal yeah. And we are very grateful for that. We'll grab a meal right after we go to the bank and open a business account. Yes. And um, we'll snag an EIN off of the Ohio State uh, Department of Commerce or whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, Secretary of State. Secretary perhaps. of State. Yeah. Right. And then we'll, uh, we'll go out and celebrate with a nice meal. I, th- yes. I am thinking steak. Ooh, but that, that, yeah. that might strip past the
0: budget. Listen, a nice brunch with steak? yeah oh my gosh dude brunch is the best meal ever created agree yeah agreed and especially if you get if you
1: yeah if you get to sleep in
0: dude huh
1: i do like i like sleeping in pretty well
0: me too yeah i'm
1: not against it me too i'm looking for my lens cloth get this little chamois going for the lens this is uh i'm just there you go
0: oh wow it's like i know i'm saying it's all smudgy (laughs) we will have that you really will have that yes you will
1: (laughs) Well, let's dive into something that might be interesting to someone. Hmm. Luke and I had a text discussion today about um, the dwindling of enjoy. Yes. There I am.
0: He did it. It's <laughs> funny.
1: It's not. <laughs> Some people care. Yes. About things like enjoy skateboards yeah. and dwindle distribution. Yes. Um I don't. Um do I? Nope. It's just not in there. Um but not not caring about it doesn't mean that I don't care. It's I important. care that people care about it.
0: Yeah, I feel similar. Okay. Um,
1: sure. So I'm sort of meta-concerned. Yeah,
0: right. You know a, what I mean? Yeah, it's a I'm not
1: concerned about it personally, but yeah. I am concerned over the concern of other people. And mm-hmm. I'm always interested in extracting from our skateboarding life, the larger lessons of life and God and wisdom and the value of knowledge and understanding. I'm interested in extracting from some of the common human themes that exist in skateboarding i'm yeah so what i read was a gen chem article
0: a gen Chem article gen chem i forgot that it was uh you pronounce that way yes
1: um and uh and uh i i was uh it was an interview with louis barletta yeah and I also caught some maybe YouTube stuff about it. I it a
0: Tink Tonk that you sent me. Did you watch the YouTube that the Tink Tonker uh, put in his bio? It's only like two minutes. I, I just perused it for a minute.
1: Now, someday, dear listeners, we will have the ability to play these things and do that. But...
0: It is not this day.
1: Well, and the second iPad has a, a battery life of about 25 seconds.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I yeah.
1: am impressed with its battery life yes. and by that I mean that the shortness of its battery life has left an impression, impression upon yes. me. <laughs> yes. That impression is mainly that that is a useless piece of tool. Right. There's a reason that that thing was just sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. I've yes. had a lot of Apple products with bad battery life because I always pick them up used
0: i know me too i've i've figured out how to change all my phone batteries you got to be really careful because you can break them but i've done it a hundred times now
1: yeah your phone
0: Mm
1: -hmm. my phone Mm -hmm. the ipad that we use for video yeah and that ipad are all were all used before they came to me
0: i thought the ipad was new which one the one that we're using
1: no it belonged to it belonged to um aaron oh before it belonged to me nice and so did that phone yeah oh this one was new this one was new i right. bought it i yeah. got it really cheap yeah i got it really cheap i got that's it for like 450 dollars, and i just paid cash on it.
0: oh that's sick that's for the only way i'll get phones dude pay yeah. cash, bro
1: yeah but i i mean it's no longer an option for me and i still need to take my new big phone iphone 12 or whatever still have to take it over to a place because i took it to a place to repair the cracked um, camera lens. I thought it was fixed. Yeah. They 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 fixed it, but they trapped a bunch of dirt.
0: No, did yeah. they
1: really? They did not dude. clean out ah! the inside. Yeah, of course so I don't dirt. know what the condition of that condition will be. Yes. So sure. um, right now I have to either put it on fisheye, which is great. Yeah. That one works wonderfully. Or I have to zoom past until it switches to the zoom lens.
0: That is hilarious, yeah. dude.
1: I don't mind. I'm, that I'm okay with
0: it. And it was only 15 bucks. You're like, oh, I got a deal.
1: It was. The guy charged <laughs> me 10 bucks because it's the phone repairs, right? Is in the vape store. That yes. Go to. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. So, a bunch of people were talking about how shameful and stupid vaping is um, recently.
0: Hold on. Let me hit my vape while I talk about this.
1: Yeah. I just don't think so. That seems awfully silly to me. Indeed. So Louis Barletta left Enjoy because of this what what went on with that what's the deal Luke
0: I think that what had happened was is that dwindle which owned enjoy got bought out by a bigger corporation at yeah. this point I can't remember what the name is do you remember do you recall what the name is it's the same company that owns like darkstar and all the Walmart boards well darkstar is a dwindle brand. Oh, yeah, but you can find that stuff like in Walmart. They have like a bunch of... And they sell like so, camping gear and like...
1: Yes. So like th-
0: Sportsplex or I don't know what it's the, called.
1: The reason I don't remember the name of this is because it's I open. don't see this as a specific company. This yes. is exactly what always happens. Yeah. And what it is is there are companies that exist and profit simply by buying yeah. and selling yeah. companies. Right. And so come into a, a skateboard distribution, like dwindle. Indeed. And they'll say, okay, what can we do to blow up the, the value of this yeah. and then sell it again? Yes. So they buy it for $10 million. They want to sell it for $120 million. Yeah. And what they'll do is they'll buy up the skateboard distribution. Yeah. And then they will open Walmart accounts.
0: <laughs> yeah, right.
1: And, and then right. the boards are in Walmart. Right. And it brings a whole whole lot of money yes like so much money into yes. the um
0: that yeah. is the that's the link to the Jen ken article that we were reading which has all the info in it it's bravo sports that's the, yeah the so company
1: there's a one called La Jolla group and they bought alien workshop and a, and most of the skateboard folks um, who spend their time appropriately not paying attention to big American business and yeah. not wondering about economics and right. how all that works, right. which I mean, you know, little golf clap for you guys, because right. um, paying attention to that sort of thing is an awfully adulty thing to do. It is. Um, however, yes, some of us are of age. Yes and uh it could possibly behoove
0: behoove us could yes.
1: be behooved yes um unbehoovable <laughs> so my gosh Doc
0: you gotta stop I can't <laughs> I can't can't stop sha not stop, stop. Shant stop. <laughs> can't stop can't stop <laughs> yeah um so so they were
1: they but they get bought ahead. by these companies yeah. and then the companies pump and dump yeah and that's what's going to happen every time you sell to the companies like this. Yeah. And the way they get bought by these companies is they expand past the, uh, oh, kids and big kids, this is a tale as old as time. Yes, right. Yes. Yeah, except it's just beast and the beast. Yeah, it's
0: just beast and the beast. Yeah, dude, seriously.
1: Um, does, does everybody understand what goes on? Because here's what goes on is... A skateboard brand in the beginning is, we're going back to the 90s here, is a guy with an idea Mm -hmm. and an artist, Mm -hmm. and they find someone to make their boards. Vastly common is that they just find someone to make their boards with Rocco. It was prime Mm -hmm. woodworking, and prime woodworking was pure garbage. (laughs) pure garbage
0: just garbage.
1: absolute <laughs> <Yeah>. garbage <laughs> and nowadays prime is a, i just say i get this snake in the grass vibe from prime because i don't know whether they're gonna actually they're gonna charge me a premium for their prime la which which is made in la of course i mean if you guys want to fly me out there and show me everything don't bother <sighs> because i don't want to go yeah i don't want to step in human poo
0: uh.
1: um, on your city streets. And then only to have you guys give me a sales shtick that you're not going to follow through on anyway. I'm so tired of California business. Yeah. But Prime, then they have their global partners. And that's probably where even their Prime LA stuff comes from sometimes. Uh, fluffing with non-domestic wood, but still selling it as domestic as is a tale as old as as time time. yes dude it just is nobody nobody cares is what they think right but what does someone who does their business by the motto nobody cares do when (laughs) people start to care
0: yeah probably gaslight they
1: gaslight (laughs) they say oh you're not a real skateboarder if you care about that i got a boy 2008 9 i got such an earful of that from like, why are these boards a quarter, a quarter inch off? Why, just break it down to me. Yeah. Like, you know, like, anyway, <laughs> I'm rubbing my eyes, which is a sign of that I'm going into some sort of
0: catatonic dissociative <laughs> break.
1: <laughs> because I just don't have a lot of faith that if I explain this, that you'll understand it. Right. And it's not because um, I think you're dumb or anything like that. Right. I mean, some of you.
0: See? <laughs> Step one. I don't. Insult your audience. I don't.
1: <laughs> I don't think our audience is dumb, but this stuff is nuanced It and is difficult to
0: grab hold of. It is. Yes.
1: Talk it about is. that.
0: It is, dude. No, it is. Well, there's like literally layer upon layer upon layer because Dwindle hasn't owned itself in forever. They were. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. So I think Globe owned Dwindle for a while for like 15 years or something and then and everyone was mad about that. Yeah. Because
1: Globe was a shoe corporation.
0: It was, but what's interesting is Louis was saying that he went to Australia to skate or to meet the guys who own Globe and he got there and like the president of the company or something came out, they had like an indoor mini ramp and the guy came out like all sweaty. He was like all oh, That's dude, in the article, yeah. I didn't know that you were coming if I had I would have waited. I always skate during my lunch break. So it was a little bit more like core or you know what I mean a little bit more authentically
1: authentically passionate about skateboarding yeah right by the way quick just quick note Tommy Story (laughs) has just put a comment that says I'm definitely dumb yeah Tommy's story is aside from you dear Luke yeah he is my favorite yes road dog huh. that guy yeah he's sick. is we have traveled so yes. much so yes. many times together yes roommates on yeah. um tampa bro trips oh heck yeah and tommy is just a warrior of yeah. the roads tommy's
0: like my favorite skater dude and tommy
1: stories <laughs> tommy stories life story um we would we would make changes in this room to get tommy story in here yes, i think no, that would be a great idea tommy you are invited on the podcast we're begging you <laughs> please um but uh that one's not going to be pg
0: yeah no i can't <laughs> wait dude i can't wait to just thrive in it yeah i
1: tell you tommy come on over and roll around with <laughs> us um but uh I don't think that our audience is dumb. You're not dumb.
0: I'm trying not to be. And
1: tell them about what you, tell them about the crispness that hit today.
0: Oh, dude, yeah. So I sent Lou the article, and it's funny because you had sent me the TikTok about Louie leaving, and I sent you the article like right after. I, I hadn't even watched the TikTok, so we were both, brains we were in the same space. and Like we were was, trading messages yeah, literally, at the same moment. Tab, yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. So you were discussing the fact that, well, first of all, Louie was discussing the fact that the thing that changed is when Bravo Sports bought Dwindle, the environment, the the economics of Absolutely. their brand just stupid
1: got sh- blind yes. don't yeah. understand
0: how skateboarding grows, works, how yeah. It grows yes, how it does right.
1: business yes. cuz there's there are still on the table millions of dollars to be made in skateboarding if Yes. if folks would do it right and one of the prime examples of that is George Powell.
0: Yeah. Right. And Bravo Sports was not doing it like that. They were doing a very classic corporate model. Well, they'll they'll take a month. By the way,
1: George Powell, yeah, not a skater.
0: Hilarious dude. An engineer. Hilarious. He
1: he's a product engineer. Yes. Not a core skater yes i mean he ride he can ride a skateboard yeah, but that's yeah. not george's thing it's so, so there there dude. you have yeah, it right but george has understood better than many and i think it's because he had the opportunity of starting with stacy peralta yes and they did they did separate as that last episode we talked about yeah. shitting and puking <laughs> and stacy peralta 30 minutes um, of the
0: waffle stuff <laughs> St-
1: stacy peralta was actually saying that he and George didn't see eye to eye about several things and that's where yeah. I think that Stacy had more of an understanding of how to skateboarding um market mm-hmm. is uh developed very effectively at the grassroots level. Absolutely. Because you've, you you kind of have to see it happen. You yeah. need to have people representing it and showing it to you yeah. that will inspire several things before you even get to the sale. Yes. Got and right. and um, most brands skip the most important things. We'll talk about that later, but yes. tell, tell them about that, yeah, that so, text thing.
0: So Louis was saying that, uh, what's it, whatever sports, whatever the company, the big company that bought them out. Bronco
1: Sports. Bronco
0: Sports. <laughs> essentially like took their month of november which ended up being a really amazing month for them because yeah, they had
1: black friday oh yeah then they had cyber monday cyber monday right now uh, whatever they had a pre-black friday yeah but, and then they had black friday and the cyber right was huge, huge november yeah, right it's so they're sa- huge, they had a november. huge
0: sales spike and they expected uh the exact enjoy, same sale exactly, metric and more the in next this, month right 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 and that doesn't that's not the way that this works
1: that's not even the way
0: that like regular product, I know yeah that's I know. if you were
1: just marketing like I don't know tactical stuff or yes, whatever right. you're going to November's going to be a huge month and yep. December has got Christmas right so it should be But it be a, ain't November
0: man Right yeah it's not black friday where everybody gets everything So yeah. that because they didn't hit a certain sales metric they ended up firing a team manager because they said that oh. it, he wasn't needed And he
1: was the team manager who had just pulled off a tour mm. in like october yeah they had just come off a tour and this team manager had done talk about work yeah he had he was the absolute glue and the reason why that tour was so successful right and why they got those sales, sales right. and they had the gravitas in right. the minds of skateboarders right to even get there and without a team manager yeah. the whole advertising arm yeah is just lopped off yeah it's like crippled totally and so when you get these holding companies i'll call them holding companies, companies. yeah they're not right but for, for lack of a better word when you get these these corporations that just buy and sell companies yes you get these terrible inorganic decisions yeah. right you know if it was just widgets like auto parts or like that you buy yeah. auto parts for your car and the quality is so bad oh, you may as shit. well buy three of them and hope Literally. you got lucky that someone was on the chinese production yes, floor right that, that uh, just for a second they accidentally gave a crap <laughs> yeah right they you cared know? for
0: like five minutes yeah right.
1: and and with uh with uh if it was just widgets yeah that you know you need a new thermostat for right. your stupid you know <laughs> motor right you know so yeah. you you're gonna buy a thermostat so yeah. usually the cheapest one wins right rockauto.com yeah come on you don't have to have a team to advertise right. a thermostat, right? Nobody's buying TV time or making YouTube channels for a th- for an automotive thermostat company, right? That's the kind of thinking these guys are bringing to something that re- really requires a soulful, right? Um, cultural, community, inspirational, right. authentic, you know, authenticity based, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? You know, like it has to have all this stuff, right? And there are different emphases within that yeah you know i mean i once proposed to a, a business rival who had a big personal beef against me right i said man we should drop all this beef yeah you can market to the cool guys and you can cap you know cap on me right and i'll market to the kooks yeah we'll join forces right and between you and your cool guy brand and me and my kook brand right there won't be a. there won't be uh another you, company in the right. whole tri-state yes besides right. yours right and mine and yours right, will yeah, yeah. probably be bigger because there's more people that feel bad enough about themselves to oh. believe your bs yeah right then there are people who want to feel good about themselves
0: yes right to and believe can, my bs right <laughs> right and you but can capture the entire market that way that right.
1: way competitors can capture the entire market this is what skateboarding can do yes right right and um and, but not if they're firing a team manager on the on the heels of a very high labor success.
0: Right. And that's essentially they were looking at it. It sounded like they were looking at it just by the money and saying, okay, well, we didn't hit the sales market or the margin, so yep. we have to just cut something. So they cut the guy. And, and Lou,
1: Louie was trying to keep him out of Walmart the whole time.
0: Yeah, exactly. And
1: I, th- I think that they were just snipping away around Louie yes. so that he would quit this is what I just I have experience with with some of this stuff I think they were snipping around Louie they knew that if they cut the culture around Louie yeah that he would leave and they could do their Walmart thing yeah and Louie could go off and do some low to the ground relatively low profit these people are looking for ROI. yeah back to the text yes return on
0: investment so Lou was I was we both read the article and, and he was saying oh man this is so stupid because and it's beyond skateboarding it's all of our co- corporate culture which is all based on like in ever increasing growth on paper you know what i mean like every month we want to see a half percent increase like into eternity well when right? you have share, Always. when you have a, a
1: shareholders in a public yeah. company right okay when when a company and that's what's happening is the skateboard brands and distros went from being private companies to right. being bought by public companies right when a, that's what the skaters call a corporation. Right. Yes. Right. Um, well, actually the skaters call things corporations that really aren't corporations. Like they, they called, uh, there was a chain of mall stores that was family owned and were kind of killing it. Yeah. Um, they were a lot friendlier than the, than the core stores, right? These, they had five locations, right? And, um, there were two of these, one was bad boards and one was cosmic and they were in the area and they were intro level kid at the mall stores where you can get earrings and t-shirts and all sorts of silly stuff. Yeah. yeah. And they had a really good selection of skateboards. Yeah. And, um, and they, the one cosmic had a team and promoted skateboarding and they were, it was, they were doing work. Yeah and um that was corporate they were called corporate because yeah. they they were because they were taking on the overhead of the mall yeah and they were meeting that financial need by uh promoting and making more skateboarders and trying right. to make skateboarding more accessible more fun they had right. grill and chills yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah and but that's not corporate corporate is when real corporate culture is what happened to louis barletta yes is when a publicly traded holding company comes in, cashes the company into their fold, mm-hmm. and they take the company, now they have to answer to investors. Yep. But investors only get paid what are called dividends. dividends. Now, yeah, here's right. where I'm not an economist, enough right. and I'm proud of it. Yeah. But my... My little like crawdaddy at the bottom of the,
0: (laughs) you know, food chain uh,
1: concept of this is I've been just picking up whatever comes down the river. Is that these investors really only get paid, right? If there is an increase in financial growth. Yes. Okay. So everything has to always keep growing, right? in order for those people to be paid. So there's a tremendous amount of pressure in this system right. for the bottom line to increase every year. That's why when they say like the economy is shrinking, yeah. um, what they're talking about is the rate of growth is shrinking. You've got companies that are really very profitable. They turn millions or even billions of dollars of profit yeah but they're down yes and it's not because they didn't make money, money. right it's because they didn't make even more money than <laughs> right. they did before and i'm making right. this hamster yeah, wheel yeah. kind of a thing. right yeah, yeah. and that's what publicly traded companies do they run right. this hamster wheel right and try to Give ROI return on investment to yep. their investors so that they can right. purchase more companies yes. inflate their value and sell them off. And so there's this feeding frenzy yeah of just piranhas yes. Right, yeah. and they're just gobbling up everything, right? And then pooping it out, yeah. And then the poop-eating fish <laughs> yeah, eat the poop, you know, eat that. Then they right. poop that out, and then right. little crayfish like me at the bottom. Yeah, of it. like oh, anyway.
0: delicious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so yeah. I,
1: I don't know. Sometimes I help people get off drugs. Yeah, right. Which is yeah. really what corporate America does to people. It breaks people in yeah. this mix, and you get these vignettes. You get these little tiny glimpses of right. what it does to people. Yeah, the, it's a very it's not it's not what you think it is if it was just, hey, I want to I want to make a company. Yeah. Right. We're going to make a, a thing. Yeah. And um, we're going to we're going to make it. Right. So we make the thing, we sell the thing. So we make it for price A and we sell it for price B. Right. And then we take the profit we get off of that. Yeah. Right. Um, making it for price A includes what it takes to make it. So you sell it at price A, make it at price A, sell it at price B. Right. Customer is happy because they've got it. That's like a, that's one step. Yeah. Two step. You know, it's just right. really simple. But all of these skateboard companies are like, first, we're going to be owned by a publicly traded, you know, giant gobbler fish. Yeah. Right. And <laughs> right. then... Uh, they're going to order all of our product yep. from a far flung set yeah. of batch brokered factories. Yeah. So none of that stuff, no matter what the heat sticker might look like, you like your toilet kid. Right. You know, I honestly really loved the toy machine um, turtle boy graphics.
0: <laughs> turtle boy. Yeah, um,
1: yeah. Aaron's first skateboard was a uh, turtle boy yeah. with his arm down the toilet. <laughs> I <laughs> said, "Hey, Turtle Boy, what are you doing?" Yeah. He says, "I'm burgling turds." <laughs> oh my
0: gosh, dude! turd burgling? Is that a, is that so a terrible sick. reference of some sort? I hope not. I hope not I too, don't because know.
1: I thought it was in awesome my heart. That, it's
0: not. It probably
1: is. I bought it for my my like seven year old son. son. Yeah, I loved right. it. Yes, I do. I love burglar. turtles, and uh, I thought it was so funny. Yes, and um, but but do you know, whatever heat sticker is on that thing only distinguishes it. From all the all that other pre-chewed baby food business yeah, right. that's going on, right. By whether you s- there was a character like a like a Louis Barletta, right? Or a Jerry Sue. These yes, are the right. enjoy you know guys, right. or a Mark Johnson, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and uh or Jason Adams he wrote yeah. for Enjoy and he was he was a black label writer or a yeah. John Lucero or, or Jeff Grosso I mean I those know. are the reasons why we were buying these things right and now it's it's time for a change yeah
0: that'd be nice
1: um i think that you know we've realized that all of our heroes aren't
0: Art, right aren't yeah we've right. we've come to
1: come to realize that like they were shilling for chinese made garbage based right. on look what i can do i'm skate better than you by my board it's a strange argument it worked for a long time yeah but we're aging out of that stuff right the
0: bottom's and falling out we
1: also most of us weigh 250 pounds <laughs> and we really yeah. w- we might not be able to ollie but we sure would like when we try if our boards didn't it break snap. yeah right just snap <laughs> you know? yeah right and so outfits like life or johnny Manax Manax skates right or you know any number of these outfits. Really, it's time for them to grow. Absolutely, it yeah. is.
0: They represent the best of it.
1: They represent the best of the product. Yeah. The uh, make it at price A, sell it at price B. Relationship directly to the customer. Right. And the skate shops have not succeeded in being part of that. So the skate shops could have gotten in there. Yeah. And gotten a cut. You know. That's a. Right. So you go from a two-step to a three-step right. make it at price a sell it at price b to the skate shop and they sell it at price c right to the customer you want to do more economics in skateboarding here's another one um have it made at price a right 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 and then um have it shipped from there to a distribution yeah. at price b, b right the distro yep. sells it to the retailers yeah, hundreds of retailers at price C, right, and then the the end user buys it at price D. That right. is how most of it is done, right? And but uh, actually, that is a four step. Yeah, I think so. There are even seven step versions of this that have yeah. been typical in skateboarding. It's Absolutely. called a fulfillment process. Yeah, and skateboarding has had up to seven steps in its fulfillment. Right. Um. Uh, what was it? 2008, I uh, 2008,
0: hmm.
1: I decided to get involved, have them made at price A, yep. sell them to skate shops at price B was my first move, right. made in America, right? And since I'm so close to where they were made, I was driving and picking up and I thought that would ensure an accountability and an ability to be hands-on and we could use that to create a better relationship. Um, thing is that that, that setup was putting out forty thousand boards a month. Yep. And they couldn't ensure quality. Yeah. They couldn't. Right. And so that was frustrating. But I was already simultaneously planning on pressing. So in 2010, right? I built my first press. Now it was a two-step. I said, yes. I'm going to take this production and I'm going to make them myself and then I'm gonna sell them at price B yep. and have that relationship. right? And what you get when you defy the order, <laughs> right. the first thing that happened was, um, shops wouldn't buy from me. Of course. Uh, in vulnerable moments, shop workers told me that they were had been instructed not to uh, allow my product to sell. Right. Um, another Another shop intimated to me that they knew that if they carried my boards, that they would have a war on their hands. Um, because, uh, there were shops that all, you see, the shops yeah. were also brands. Yes. They broke the, they broke the cardinal rule of retail, which yeah. is that you buy wholesale stuff yeah. and you sell it. You're right. a pass through and yeah. you get a cut, right? but instead, because it was as easy as a phone call and an email, right? they decided they were board brands too. And so every board that from, from something like me that sold, they lost a piece of well, they couldn't shut down Deluxe and they couldn't shut down Dwindle. They yeah. couldn't shut them down, but they sure as heck could shut down sales at their shop without anyone noticing if they if they cut a guy like me out or a guy like Christian's Feetac. Right. You know. Right. And um, and so it was heartbreaking, but I decided to go direct. So I put up an online store and began selling direct. And I found something so good because now I cut the shop out of the thing and i was a to b and my my profit margins were super high right no corporate yeah no nothing just good dignified craft work right and good accountability and good relationship with customers i mean in the 12 years that i was making boards i had two three customers That I couldn't please, Hmm. and what one one of them was, I failed. Sure, he said, "Forget about it, man." You know, it was at the very end. Yeah, I was completely burned out. He had been a long time, and uh, he said, "Forget about it, man. Just give it to a kid. Let the universe have it." That's what his attitude was. Sure, and I was reaching out to him, saying, "Hey, I want to. I definitely want to make this right. I want to take care of you." Yeah, and um, that was that's not as bad a failure. I mean, to me, that's that's bitter. Yeah. But that's still me trying.
0: Absolutely right. Know? Yeah. Right.
1: And um, and so, ooftah, it's dude. Um, so when you get these corporate holding companies that are under the pr- the pressure of ROI,
0: yes, return on, investment. and they
1: come and they buy something like Dwindle, which already had been bought and sold a couple times by then. Right. And Dwindle was already in Walmart. Yeah. Um and they want to put that enjoy panda brand up in walmart and just cash money yep. v- vagrants um they they just wanted to, to get that to blow up and then they're yeah. going to sell dwindle they're going to sell it again oh for is sure what's going to happen they yep. just you know pump and dump they're and... Gonna just pump and dump yeah and so louis barletta god bless him is trying to make sense of all this you can see it in this he's trying to make sense of it all yeah but that was on the wall in the beginning reminds me of the series on uh Peacock that I'm watching Yellowstone. <laughs> it's like like Montana is going. Yeah. There is no future and there's nothing you can do about it and it's awful. Yep. Um now I still think that what I did about it is the right thing to do about it but somebody needs to charge out ahead and say it's time for us to start to invest in quality and enjoy really good skateboards from people who really care what we think yeah actually know us absolutely um i guarantee you there is no shame not a pang of shame in a in a, a lot of these guys that are at louis barletta's level yeah they are absolutely unconcerned with quality they, they may have some sort of an idea that they're using the premium thing because their yeah. factory tells them that they use a special glue,
0: yeah.
1: resin seven right. or impact discs, which don't get me <laughs> yeah, started dude. about fi- about yeah. fiber discs cut yeah. out from one of the plies. Right. That is a tale as old Oldest? as
0: time. <laughs> That's just sales craft. Yeah, we're done, dude. I wonder uh, if I can read our text conversation or this part of it. Cause I think it really, you articulate it really well. You say satisfaction guaranteed never existed because no brand had enough production control to survive that idea. And they were also heavily leveraged, man, really unrealistic business planning. Same goes for all these corpo game gamers. They budget on growth and report to investors who don't make money on anything but growth. Anything that is just solidly profitable is failing, it is unbelievable. It translates to the entire economy, all those companies that are able to draw on unlimited debt in order to crush competition. Nobody should ought to have been allowed to have China do the work ever. It was always the dumbest, short-sighted, short-sightedest thing to do and it cost us all so much. One, the reality of earning and making a living. Two, economies of quality and inspiring authenticity. It is a much humbler thing to make and brand than to just brand on trash. Less money and so many more enemies, but so much more real and could end up so much more durable. I respond, I'm really hearing that. I've never spent more than a cursory moment thinking about the idea of growth being the driving factor of our corporations. I've never looked into the economics of big corps, but I've heard things like grow or die or things like it. I have never made the connection that the idea is largely pushed by investors, shareholders who want ROI. That mixed with unlimited borrowing power really does create a bloated and largely hypothetical metric for profit and success. You say, think about this, decades ago, decisions were made to schedule ROI as completely dependent on growth. All those stocks, those are all bets on growth, on increase, not profit, all of it. I I reply, insane. We all know that unlimited growth is impossible. It has been a scam of greed. I respond, it's all smoke and mirrors. You respond. Just one that takes about a hundred years till it shows us all how bare the land can be stripped. And I say, I don't know why this is hitting so clear right now, but I'm really getting some clarity. Let me go on. But it was it was a fascinating just that little tidbit really brought it into focus for me, the fact that all of the ideas of growth, the ideas of like, you know, GDP, the ideas of how well a business is doing, can be influenced by so many different factors and the kind of blurbs that we get are Largely facades, like for real facades. Well, that's because the entire
1: machine, right, is based on betting, literally on growth. That's it. Betting yep. that there will be growth. So anything that's just stable, rock right. solid, right, that just makes, you know, x number of millions of dollars a year. Yep. They, they, they That's fine, right? <laughs> except if it's a publicly traded company, company if right? If it just if it just hits the black. Right and and it's just solid, right. then the investors don't get anything.
0: Right. Yeah. And to them, that's that's bad. That's, so if you that's have a when, That's when they come in because
1: it's a public-related company. Yeah. They come in, right. and they fire everyone. Literally. Because so the boards then have the power, and they'll right. fire them, and they'll get a new CEO who they believe, and it's a salesman. Yes. First, he sells himself to them yes. as the guy yes. who can get us into growth. Yes. All of it. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. Joe Blow says... What I said, yeah, which was I can make forty to sixty thousand mm-hmm. dollars a year. My yeah. wife's job had benefits, and I had my workshop, and I could make forty to sixty thousand dollars a year, working seven to nine hours a day yeah. in my own workshop, creating a brand of value in yeah. quality and value. Yeah. In inspiration and even education. Yeah. And the enemies that just come out of the woodwork. Yes. A- a- it, w- it was nuts. Right. It was absolutely nuts right. because I was breaking the whole rule set. Yeah. The rule set right. in American business is not about solid business practices and ethics, right. it's about growth. Right. And profit bets right. and greed. Right. See, it's not a greedy thing for a, a person to decide to labor and right. produce value right. and to be remunerated according to their labor and their value. That's right. not a greedy thing. That's right. you're giving yeah. and you're getting. Right. You know. But it is a greedy thing for a person to say, I want to not labor. Yeah. So I'm going to leverage the this whole situation i'm gonna buy at price a yeah uh i'm gonna sell at price b yep. and then i'll own the distro yeah i can sell it to my own distro get right. a tax write-off and then um if i own if i buy at price a and i own the price b and right. it goes into that company right then i get uh i get all the price c's yep. without you know and then all of this Can only happen, though, if you have hundreds of millions of dollars in order to buy up market share. Yeah. For example, owning magazines and running other magazines out of business. Right. Creating, consolidating the market. Yeah. You consolidate the market, then you own, uh, you don't have to own as many things to own a larger share. Right. And so this is that many things. Right. They don't want there to be more things turns out though on the other end of all this there is what they call used to call the customer
0: yeah (laughs) yeah, the customer
1: is a community (laughs) member yeah and the community member is getting lower quality right and they're getting less diversity of inspiration yep think about what a radical thing it was that tired skateboards got even brought into the light at all i know that's insane and they're not it's you know kind of like a sleeping giant right But, but um in fact, Tired might be sucking the air out of the room because it's as corporate as anything else as far as I can see it.
0: Well, um, dude, what's crazy is take what you're saying. Skateboards. Welcome. Yeah, take what you're saying and then think about the fact like Skateboarding marketing has been so effective. That's yeah. all just been like Thrasher videos and hoodies and t-shirts and boards that are complete shit. All by the way, D- they are. They're all popsicle shaped because and what all, you're saying is absolutely true they're all true. made in the same factory. they're all made in other. the same place go like, ahead
1: and do your do your two-hour bend to right. gifted hater and, yeah, and what right. you're learning is that these are all far-flung factories right batch brokered it's not even made where you think it's made right it's it, you know right who knows where and and what's what's ironic is they bought the the tooling right. from yeah us right moved it there right aped it best they could to expand it yep and they hoodwinked people like rodney mullins yeah rodney Mullins into going over there and actually thinking that he had something that really broke the mold and was really really great right they they hoodwinked him right because running my own presses i know that the chop chop wood shop is full of technical vulnerabilities that yep. Totally, are going to compromise quality, right? And they're still going to spend a month in a shipping container on the way back over, dude. Yeah, on and on right. it goes. Right. And don't even all of this. And the reason I get like this about it is yeah. because you can hear this for a long time. Yeah. And most people just get tired of hearing it. Yeah. They they don't want it to be so that this actually impacts the value. Of skateboarding and the diversity of skateboarding. Right. And as good as Instagram has been for skateboarding's stylistic mm-hmm. expression, right. for the diversity of expression. And let me tell you, if Instagram hadn't happened, we'd still be stuck oh. with Barracks rules yeah. and some dried up 90s guy behind the counter telling us we're blowing it. Yeah. Right. You know? <laughs> right. But right. we now it's time for there to be market, market diversity. Yeah. brands. Listen, you can you can everyone in the industry, historically, has taken dumps on George Powell yeah. over things like I, I've met people in the industry, right? And Powell will come up, yeah, and immediately the person will say something to me that's tremendously inappropriate. They'll say, "Oh, that guy's personality is da 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 da,", da, right. da. Right. and I don't care about his personality, right? I care about whether the boards are good. I'm a skateboarder. Yeah, come on. Man. I don't need you to be my hero. I right. want the wood to be good. Right. When I bought my first shut skateboard that was pressed in Maine by the Chapman brothers over there, hmm. those things were tanks. Yeah. I loved them That's because it. they were tanks. Right. and the shut guys used to try and pretend they had a secret room that they press the boards in and you can't go in there. (laughs) Yeah. That's because their secret room must have been a portal to Maine. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Right. Liars
1: and cheats to a man, these skateboard business people. Right. Always pretending that they've got some secret thing. Right. Good glue, good wood, properly prepared, properly coated, put in the press, proper pressure, proper time, take it out, let it relax see what the warp and woof are, yeah. throw a center line on that bad boy, yeah. throw a platen on top of it, cut that bad boy out, do some edge work, do some finish work, put on a coat, yeah. throw on a screen, put on some more coats and let it cure and let it out the door to the person who ordered it. Yeah. Never, never existed in my world. No. Never did. Right. We did have an outfit that was near me. I bought some boards from them and they talked about their press, I, I think they had a press, and then it wasn't long before I was in an industry scenario and found out that, yeah, just more of the same., yeah. more of the same um, it, embellishment and like that, which is why when I started pressing boards, I also started doing um, videos right to show it so that people could really know that, you know, what, whatever they thought about the quality of the boards, at least there's a guy making them. Yeah. And they knew I wasn't the first to be doing it. Chris Gobert over in Arizona has been doing a wonderful pressing up with lots of support too. He's very he's very connected. Very cool. And he's also not an abrasive guy like me. Somehow this whole thing is considered to be very abrasive.
0: I, yeah. You're yeah. such an. Asshole. But I have a
1: feeling like out in Arizona, maybe maybe the maybe the the industry moguls of that area don't push kids around. You know, don't don't bully, don't pick on people. Well. I don't know yeah I, maybe he lives in a very special place maybe in arizona they're close close enough to the cowboy days that you knew you couldn't you couldn't behave like that without getting your lights punched out
0: well i think that if you had kissed more ass and not been as abrasive uh i bet that fickle would have probably survived and probably thrived but it's like that's a bridge too far my dude you know what i mean like it's a, it's just a bridge too far we, you can't watch maybe. a fat kid being made fun of and be like What if we didn't uh, make fun of fat kids? You know, and then suddenly you're not a real skater and your boards are shit and you're getting threatened. Your life, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. What's fucking crazy about all this? I'm like sitting here thinking, like, you know, like the fact that the popsicle is like the only shape that you could get, the fact that they're all shit, like everything is shit, right? And so we're all eating this huge shit sandwich. And if you. If you have the Wherewithal, you can spend about 5 years putting all the pieces together and once the puzzle is complete it's just a picture of Steve Rocco's face. You know what I mean? You know, and like, it's all our faces, yeah, right. just tiny yeah. tiny yeah. tiny ones of our faces <laughs> yeah. that make Steve, Steve Rocco's, Rocco's face. face. <laughs> you know, like and that's why I'm saying their marketing was actually from a business perspective extremely effective especially because yeah. skateboarders are so um they're so uh what's the word they're they're really pushed by like the way that something feels or like you know we all love louis barletta and i love louis and so because he rides for enjoy (laughs) and kind of runs enjoy that i want an enjoy board and it's all kind of based on this ethereal that's not a bad thing thing. no it's not that's not a bad thing it makes it easier for a holding company to come in and just play on people's heartstrings and suddenly you're just buying like pal reissues for 120 dollars you know what i mean oh, I like wonder, it's all just garbage trash I bullshit a, I, I
1: have a feeling that's a bad example i like to stick up for george powell because his yeah his work, whatever
0: sma or whatever right, it is right, you know like right. whatever it is world
1: industries yeah right is a great example exactly
0: i don't collect the cards you well, know, I don't know
1: here's here's something that went wrong with um skateboarding that people didn't have the wherewithal mm-hmm. to identify right um steve rocco came out of the gate and he went after uh, he went after the the non-skater business people that ran skateboarding, and, right. and they weren't at the time necessarily running it super well. Okay, sure. there were grievances among the skateboarders, and it was easy for Steve to to capitalize on both the immaturity of the skateboarding public, right, and some of the valid. Um, some of the valid issues with, here's people who are skating, hmm. and they're putting their cartilage on the line, <laughs> yeah. and when they get hurt, they're just cut. Right, And uh, that's happening with the NFL now, too. It right. took a lot longer for it to come around the mountain for the NFL. Brutal. But uh, all Rocco had to do was a was, um, little defamation, yeah, come but on, mostly just spicy takes. Yeah. His ads were spicy takes. But the other thing that people didn't notice was that Steve Rocco very, very publicly Mm -hmm. was able to illegally defame and bully his way through any of his peers Hmm. that offered alternative takes on it. Sure, Uh, Simon Woodstock is a person who, in the history of skateboarding, really nobody pays any attention. He's written out of the story, but he, He spoofed Rocco Mm -hmm. in a profane and effective way. Okay. And Steve Rocco launched a lawsuit against him for defamation, which never would have won. Right. But he threatened to sue him for 40 grand or some number. That was just impossible for a skateboarder to come up with. So Simon's work had to completely stop and he had to basically sign a thing that probably wasn't legal either that said he would never do skateboard industry stuff and obviously he spun off into whatever else he did with his life right but everyone was fine with that but what what i think skateboarders don't understand is that if you have a if you have an alternative that is growing in your market Mm -hmm. and they're they're poking they're poking at the big guys. Right. Um, you may not like them very much or you may not agree with them. Right. But your corporate loyalty is not a respectable family trait. <laughs> and um, and that's so good yeah. to have defamation and threats. Uh, Steve Rocco's crew was uh, crazy and they were connected. Right. They were connected in ways that were not mild and uh i'm sure that a lot of stuff is on the cutting room floor that would fill in that you know i i but uh you know it's it's just dark and there wasn't the journalism in place to go hey you know is this guy really a good guy is this really a good business model for skaters until really bud stratford Hmm. was one of the best question askers yeah in skateboarding and he didn't do it until the, the early 2000s yeah he didn't he didn't start being at the table until the 2000s even 2010 2012
0: right so too little too late right and those boys that stuff probably started like 90, N- 90 or maybe even 92 earlier. yeah right yeah. Right.
1: so so you you have the capture of a community in corporate garbage yeah, business culture right and then they filter it out into the culture and they enculturate you with advertisement and you know right. you're a pawn that's straight up and uh, i think some of our listeners have have participated in brand loyalties that they right. probably at end of life won't be super proud of <laughs> yeah. you know You'll whatever right but the thing is there are new brand loyalties that are coming out i'm I, i'm we're kind of like a a little bit passionate willing to suffer for hmm. the emergence of a new kind of skateboarding brand yeah. which is the old kind of right. tony alva cutting decks in a garage in yeah. santa monica right you know and uh i'm not sure that he did that though well um i don't i'm not sure what the real story is behind alva i think it was mostly the paint
0: right here we are Um, again right
1: right 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 um not not sure who was pressing i have a feeling that alva skates were probably pressed in milwaukee as well Hmm. because the wood was the same as santa cruz man i could feel it yeah um and santa cruz was pressed in milwaukee right but you know, for years, you weren't a real skateboarder if you cared about things like deck quality. Yeah. And I'm not talking about nerding out over tiny dimensional things like that. I'm, that's a different, that's the madness. I'm, right. I'm talking about choosing brands based on what they really offer to the community. Right. You know, Life Skateboards is very limited in what it can offer the community. Right. A good skateboard deck. Right. You know, the the money is not there to buy a publication and print everything revolving around its own ad interests. Right, that's all of California. Right, you know, they're bought. It's bought. Skate media is bought and sold, and Jenkum Mag out of New York definitely serves the roi yeah
0: come on man um
1: and what holding company owns Jenkum? because guarantee oh yeah right tale
0: as old as time time. tale as old as time (laughs) I'm still like I'm just sitting here I'm thinking like the wool has been pulled over the eyes to such an extent that we actually believed that you were a cool skater if you broke your skateboard yes like how dumb are we and we we believed
1: we believed that on a shaped board like this that you could never kick flip yeah it can't be done and now we have christopher hyatt yeah or Jason Lee, dude. Right. Yeah, right. We, we had Jason on, Lee, man. and then we, now we got Christopher yeah. Hyatt, and who does he ride for? I
0: don't even know. He rides for
1: Powell. Hilarious. He rides for Powell. Yeah. He's from Evansville, Indiana. I skated oh, with him when safe. he was just
0: a tiny little kid. That's really cool, dude. Yeah. I, that, I mean, I, awesome, I went dude. over
1: there a few times, and he yeah. was there at the skate comp or whatever. Yeah. and, and um, Absolutely. Yeah, so and, sick. Um, and I, was always, I always worry when I meet a kid like that because I'm afraid they won't become their own person, and he did. That's sick. He did become his own person, and he kind of—he's kind of killing it at being his own guy. And um, I am super stoked on—he kind of had to break out, yeah, of the classic because he was a competition winner, yeah. And that's a tough road to hoe, right? And uh, it'll put you in these high-pressure situations. And he went and took his super creative, nervous little person, yes, yeah. right, and uh, stuck with flat. Shaped boards. He skates Powell reissues, which I don't think they're domestic. And he's and he rips on them every single trick. Right. And um, and there's not only that, there's another YouTube guy out there who I've seen on some Dan Corrigan stuff. And he rides flat boards and crushes. So sick, just so sick. Rushes. So sick. You know, and all the whole time Mm -hmm. I was kick flipping old school boards when I was in, in 1990. hang on. Go ahead. Two. Ninety-five. Yeah, I was born. I was not off from skateboarding for two full years. You were not. I don't know. I, I because I had a, I had an old. Nobody wanted it. Yeah. Because everything was a seven, a seven-inch <sighs> wide popsicle. Yeah. And they, they gave me a whole setup with one sixty-nines, full, Heck like yeah. nineteen-inch right. wide board, a lot like the Zeppelin right. sitting right up there, for like sixty bucks, and right. uh, no, for free.
0: Well, they gave it to me so, so those were garbage. They were like, take this You couldn't even find those dude, trucks. I, I forget that you lived through the days where like 7.75 was like the deck. Yeah. Those were dark days, dude. Seven-inch boards,
1: 7.25, oh 7.5, 7.75. That's five. so dark. Eight-inch decks oh. were huge, and we had one guy who ordered up nine. Uh, no, 8.25, and his decks were uh, hanging way out over his wheels. Yeah,
0: like one twenty nine. Yeah. He was. Brood. He was on like
1: one twenty nine to 139s. Yeah. And. Uh, Do you
0: hate movement? Do you hate yourself? Yeah. What skateboarding, is your bad duty? Skateboarding
1: change? Well, it was. Uh, you dude. know, that's blessable. I yeah. mean, I mean, the 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 introduction of the the super tech stuff was, you know, there's there's something there for. Yeah. Everyone. I mean, hey,
0: if that's your thing, that's great. But dude. Brood. It is. but don't
1: ask me to stand in a line to yeah. try and impress some girl who's just going to dump me for the next right. guy. I, I was already married by the time right. all of you were born
0: i know Been married for 31 years and even if you like flat ground do the wheels have to be 40 millimeter? i mean, calm well, that's oh, what got the no. tail that's what got the tail low enough for a quick pop
1: all these guys I'm so mad about all it. these crazy. guys are talking about riser pads or no riser pads you yeah. put a tail guard on your board and you just lowered your board uh, you just yeah. in you just decreased the distance between the tail and the ground you stiffened your board, you lowered your board, you made your board more durable, and there's all of this garbage, um, like pseudo-science yeah, right. going on, and someone should be um, just mocking it. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, it should be yeah. mocked, utterly ridiculed, but people don't. They drink it up like it, they feel like they know something. Yeah,
0: or something, but they're, right.
1: It's making you even dumber. Yeah. God bless you, kids. Yeah, brutal. It's really brutal to sit down and go, wait a second, how does an ollie work? Right. I like, you know, I like a, 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 a better tail. I don't like a flat tail. Yeah. I don't like a super steep tail, but I right. don't like a flat tail. Right. I like a tail that's got some, you know, yeah, some know. meat on her bones, <laughs> yeah. you know? And, yeah. But if I put a tail guard, even a quarter inch yeah. tail guard, I reduce the, the distance it has to go before I get a pop. Yeah. And... Now, and there's more going on there. And if you're interested in it, I don't know. Go watch a TED Talk. Yeah, it's fine. But, go watch a TED Talk. Uh, it's <laughs> The problem with putting a tail guard on your board is going to yeah. make your deck last forever. Right, and then you're not a real skateboarder. And I want to tell you that um, it is well-known in the industry among many people, Jeez. and it is well-noised about that the heads of the industry really, really discouraged durability in skateboard manufacturing. It's openly discouraged behind closed doors. It is openly discouraged. You can't have boards that last too long was said to me by people I love and respect in life yeah. and in business, pure shills, just yeah. getting what they could have for themselves Right. versus me. I wanted to get what I could have for myself, but I wanted to do it in a way that's actually served value to the skateboarder and that's what sam and casper at life are doing today yeah and i just felt like it was needed to happen that i get out of the that end of the industry and into this end where we talk about these things yeah and even now i despair that our listeners will it's not that they can't grasp it right it's that they glaze over and almost seem proud of themselves for neglecting these things
0: right for being apathetic.
1: Apathy seems to be a a family value. Right. I think it's time that I tear this family apart.
0: apart. Yeah, you're tearing this family apart. Lou. a tear apart. I've been uh, pondering, and we've talked about this before in previous episodes, but I'm like, just sitting here thinking, I'm like, man, you would have to have so much character, so much integrity. You'd have to be so sharp and so quick on your feet to actually run a successful skate brand that makes profit and has the integrity to back their product. You know I've we've spoken privately about I think it exists it's Jerry Madrid. Yeah perhaps.
1: You don't know who he is. Yeah. Been around for absolutely forever. Right. Pressing really really good wood, right? In a small workshop. Sure. In highly highly watched batches. Sure. And the key is in instead of taking 10 million dollars right now, right? Right now, take 2 million. Yeah. The two million instead of 10 million argument finds zero traction right. in American business. Right. But it, I, you take two million dollars of profit right. over ten years versus right. ten million dollars of profit today and your your core is gone. You're just a husk. Right. Twenty years later, you've spent your ten million when you could have made 20 more right you know right and these are not huge numbers of millions though anyone right. who gets involved in skateboarding is going to be they're going to have to begin to acknowledge craft yeah truck companies are going to right. have to bring it back home trucks are going to cost 125 a set right and they're going to have to be good right they'll have to be accountable for quality i'm willing to spend top dollar for trucks right i've, I've bought a 110 set of trucks before yeah and Called the company up and said, These are a couple of things you could do to make this better. Yeah. What were they
0: those were, things calling? I can't remember. Surf rods. Surf rods. I remember now. Yes. Yeah, surf they rods. cost
1: me my whole Father's Day session. Yes. They did because yes. those guys didn't have the wherewithal to put a drop of blue Loctite
0: oh, on their product. Yes. Come on, it man. It was
1: absolutely insane. It, it was insane that they couldn't put a drop of blue Loctite. <laughs> on the assembly of their product right yeah unbelievable blue loctite is so mild they could have used purple which is even less right
0: no it would have been fine nope
1: it's too and i suggested it to them and they did not want to talk to me (laughs) yeah
0: they were like no i'm good bro they
1: wanted to hear from me until they heard from me right oh let us know what you think well this is what i think i didn't call anyone a name right i didn't i didn't raise my voice to anyone i was you know like and it's like nope People just live to neglect. I do. I do not have a high opinion of the way that Surf Rods hand, handled my feedback. Absolutely. Um, I do not. Right. If that's the way a new truck company is going to behave toward people who are beta testing their trucks, right. Then kick rocks. Yeah, one hundred percent. I'm, you know, and if I've got them wrong and I misjudge their intentions, then all they need to do is accuse me of that publicly and defame me on some made up thing, and they'll just fit right in with the rest of
0: them. <laughs> Thumbs up. It's a is oldest. All right. <laughs> I've been, well, yeah I've, I've been we've talked privately about the fact that if you know in ten years if the podcast blows up and we have right. some sort of blah blah right. if we were to keep our integrity keep our character media
1: moguls right
0: media moguls what would end up happening inadvertent inadvertently through our process is that the we would have to be a um, a um, an agent of culture change like the new LA would be Cincinnati Ohio that's the only way that that it could truly be successful because we've been sold a bill of goods for so long and people are so used to shit decks and shit quality and without and complete, any integrity. And complete unquestioning brand loyalty yeah completely on com,
1: totally un, when I look
0: un, at like brand.
1: the career of Mike Valley yeah I mean there's like, in order for me to be a Mike V fan, I have to cover my eyes and cover my ears yeah. and get used to the taste, <laughs> oh, you know?
0: That's so brutal.
1: Oh, I didn't mean that to be like a nasty thing. I didn't. It's like more of the shit sandwich. Kind of <laughs> yeah, thing, you right. Know?
0: It's a shit sandwich. And,
1: and I, I really... Uh, and. And like I could like Mike yeah. if I knew him as a person, or not, right. or maybe I wouldn't enjoy my time with with Mike. Right, I love Mike in that larger metaphysical sense of right. he is one who the Savior died for, as well as for me. Yeah, this ain't that. Right, that's everyone thinks this stuff we're discussing is everything right but it's not your legacy and your business and all these things ought to be fair game once you're a public person it ought to be fair game for public discussion absolutely and i am fair game for just that and there's spoof accounts now and then that pop up and have like you know take derp derp moments of me and things like that and um I always enjoy those things. Dude, the I next mean,
0: time that happens, I shit you not, I will print every single one of those out. We we will make T-shirts.
1: I like. We'll just wear them. <laughs> I had someone they like grabbed a bunch of like um, screen grabs of it because yeah. I was blocked from it, so I would never know it was happening. Of course. And I thought the first thing I thought was that's hilarious. Yeah, it's hilarious. I'm yeah. an, I'm a clown. That's yeah, funny. Right. Of and course. The second thing I thought was. I wish they wouldn't block me. I want yeah. to see. Yeah, right. Come, Come on, on man. man. Yeah. What's the yeah. fun in being the whatever, infamous? What's the yes. fun in being infamous if you don't get to enjoy see it? See what's going on. Yeah, you can't like. But it. I think I know why they blocked me. Hmm. I think. Well, I don't know if they were. They're I
0: don't comments. know if they
1: were thinking on the level that they blocked me so I wouldn't enjoy it. Yeah. And springboard a bunch of laughter off of it. Right. Uh, maybe. Maybe they didn't want me to find out and and laugh about it and yeah. like that. Um, but also, I have a, this funny history of when people make fun of me or they defame me or like that. I mm-hmm. just stay on the
0: message. Yeah, absolutely.
1: It happened on our Instagram.
0: Oh yeah, I you forgot know. Forgot about that. Yeah. And I tried hilarious.
1: to delete my spicy comment back because I it it panged my conscience that I was like kind of mean. Hmm. Um, but all of my good counselors told me like, no, that was spot on. I don't know.
0: I mean, it was pretty good.
1: To this day all i want is good for that person
0: yeah
1: um but they came out and accused me of bullying children in this podcast yeah they accused me of bullying children I'm
0: such a bully dude and yeah. um
1: so i just was like yeah there's indiana core skateboarding coming out and displaying its re- it's listening comprehension skills <laughs> yeah. you know
0: which really which wasn't is, that
1: spicy i mean come not, on man. it's not i didn't yeah, it's call like his ad copy. i didn't yeah. call his mom a name or anything yeah. but the problem is, is that he put his head up above the trench yeah and maybe someone might think his head got taken off
0: well and and that.
1: then someone says well you'll have that, that right you know, don't, you know uh, wear your helmet yeah I, guess. I don't know yeah but the thing is that um it's not like those are honest conversations that yeah. are actually going to get somewhere but that would be cool I know but people then will say like right. conversations aren't core
0: There's a there's a shut up and skate. There's like a part of me that wishes skateboarding was a little bit more geared into like a more intellectual sense, just so that the arguments and like shit talking that happens could have a little bit more substance. You know what I mean? Like there's a movie where it's like the story of Abraham Lincoln or something played by Daniel Day Lewis. And there's like scenes where the people in Congress are like arguing with one another, and the way that they insult each other is like so good. Just beautiful. They used to to write they used to have these editorial
1: pages yeah. where one of the, the like the governor would be writing responses back to yeah. the, the the governor would be writing it, responses to like mayor's? a council yeah, member right. yeah, and yeah. the council member was i enough to be governor in a term or two yeah and was sniping over issues and then yeah. the governor would get in the issues and like or like between Hamilton and um and John um Oh, forget it. I can't no, remember. The Federalist fine. Papers were yeah, like yeah. that. Oh, uh, uh, oh, now I said Federalist Papers. Payne. Thomas Paine was Thomas not Payne. one. Of them, but no, 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 Thomas no. Paine wrote some things. Yeah. You know?
0: Dude, what's that guy's name? Oh, that's going to bother me. Keep talking. I'm going um, to it That's going to It was John. Me. What's Absolutely. his name?
1: Uh, well, Adams.
0: Adam. What? No. And John Adams? Oh, no. Was it the one who got killed by Aaron Burr? I don't know. It wasn't
1: John Adams. Aaron Burr. The I'm Federal Papers
0: around. was John Jay, James Madison, and Alexander Hamilton.
1: Hamilton, and right, Hamilton got killed by Burr. <laughs> okay, it was Hamilton and and um, John Jay and James Madison. James Madison, John Jay. I went to John Jay Senior High School. huh. yep. That's sick. John Jay's house was like 15 minutes from my house.
0: But they dude, They used to insult each other in such yeah. a way that it's like so it's good. Beautiful to read. Like just to hear it is like just pleasurable. You know, it's yeah. like listening to a Shakespeare play. You know, yeah. I wish there was a little bit more of that in skateboarding because we could really have some good back and forth. You know, we Instead almost it's had like, it. Fuck you. I'll kill you. Gary, you know? Gary <laughs> Rogers.
1: Gary Rogers was doing it in, in the early 2000s with yeah. Metro skateboarding out of right. Chicago. I want to say that seems like Metro was like out of, out of Chicago or somewhere in the yeah. somewhere in the Midwest. And um, Thrasher bought it, of course, and, um, which
0: is the best way to shut it down. I have
1: I a very low opinion of Gary Rogers as a journalist. Yeah, that's in it. What?
0: But he—I don't think he was really after journalism oh, necessarily. Oh no, dude, you didn't really. S-
1: did you see it? What early Metro skateboarding mm-hmm. skate line mm-hmm. was like paparazzi journalism? Okay which is a thing and yeah. uh, and because we have celebrities right. it's important that there be journalism about the celebrities because they do influence culture right. you know what's downstream from culture market and politics true and that changes the world yeah oh man gosh i've now invoked the federalist papers we have <laughs> named four or five founding fathers <laughs> and i have now said that downstream from culture lie market and politics which yes. by the way They're the same thing in this country. Yeah, crazy dog. Because our politics is owned by corporate market. Huh? It's bad.
0: It's a tale as old as time. (laughs) Brought to you by Huckstall. (laughs) Let's let's just take an ad break so everybody can have a break. (laughs) I I thought
1: about bringing some beard balm in because I've been working. I blew through my deodorant. How's it going over there? It's
0: fine, dude. Thanks, dude. Yeah, you always. For do that and I always never mind that's I don't even smell like that's good do I always smell like an onion I hope so <sighs> anyway. I don't know I don't even notice
1: I think uh, I might not stink I don't think so um it's but, uh, clean. I just, no whatever problem, it's taking all those martial arts when I was a kid I sweated
0: yeah I just sweated all I uh,
1: sweated from 12 to 18 years old like four days a week for hours probably helps. and I never had like a need for deodorant until probably 10 years ago
0: and you don't eat a lot of sugar which I I do probably not. really helps. There's no fermentation happening inside your what? body. What? I don't know. I'm, I'm be wondering. So yeah, cool. yeah, probably is.
1: I've got pure greases.
0: Yes, dude. I'm trying to think. Has there been like a good like ad rivalry in skateboarding no. where you could just enjoy it? The back. And no. Forth? You
1: know what? Indie indie independent trucks came out and said, uh, "F the be- F the rest, ride the best." You know. right you know? like well? But nobody is. answered them.
0: Yeah, come on, Nobody man! A bunch of gauntlet him. was thrown down. But the we thing is, get good? Indy
1: threw down the gauntlet, <sighs> but they literally kicked the living crap out of anyone who stepped to him wow. at the SF level. That's what skateboarding is. And, guys, and the other dude. thing is, Indy, Indy would have you written out of the mag. You you're written out dumbest, of the mag. Most
0: petty, immature yeah, bullshit. Danny ever. Gonzalez. Stuff, dude,
1: Danny Gonzalez was one of the best skaters ever. Yeah, and he was written out of the mag. Yeah over a over an industry legacy beef i believe is danny gonzalez it might have been someone else i'm sorry yeah. i'm not Fine. sorry at all <laughs> i have oh, two sorry. things to say not sorry not sorry <laughs> yeah right but but it, these people just got disappeared because the the power of the pen yeah is all is all run by this same corporate media the real story of skateboarding is not the published story we have us listening to Stacy Peralta mm-hmm. this in the you know the same interview from the last podcast yeah. and he said for the first time mm-hmm. it got said in my, that I've heard mm-hmm. in all these years he finally said no we would we would go to the school banks and we would see wheel marks from other people and we had no idea who they were. So sick. And yeah, he's doing it in his Stacey Peralta voice. voice,
0: Right, yeah, which is enjoyable.
1: And the the thing is like, I know a guy who was ground zero at the same time as he was in some of the, he and his brother were in some of the same footage that was shot for the Dogtown Z-Boys documentary. Mm -hmm. And it hit the cutting room floor because they were Navy squid kids. Of course. So those were squids. Yeah, And his brother was better than this is what he said to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He told me that he is, his brother was way better, was over the light before Tony Alva.
0: Hilarious. And
1: was killing it but way better than Tony Alva. Those yeah. guys were learning how after his brother was already killing it in yeah. those pools. Right. But they were like Detroit, Michigan kids yeah. from a military base. Yeah. And none of that makes it into the documentary. Those people are just cut. and right. it's, And we think that the story of skateboarding is the story of, just the Dogtown guys. Yeah. Well, the Dogtown story is awesome. It is fun for me to watch. I yeah. enjoy it. But it it it's sort of like did you see the Von Dutch documentary on Netflix or Hulu? No. Oh, you've got to watch it.
0: I'm um it's it
1: definitely skateboarding uh, adjacent. Yeah. And it's the same type of thing. Sure. And um
0: Is this like Taz Pappas having a 900 stolen? Sure.
1: (laughs) It's like that. But when Indy threw down the gauntlet (laughs) and said, we're the best, Tracker went to nylon base plates and tried to do some stupid stuff.
0: Right. And it's because of what you're talking about. Like, there's no honor in this game. It's like, if you say something, if we say we're we're the best and you say, no, you're not, we will fucking kill you. But if they
1: say we're the best and I come out and I say, hey, kids. Right. Uh, watch out for people who say they're the best. Yeah. It, it, there's your ad line. Right. The ad line is.
0: Oh, that would be beautiful, not,
1: dude. No, they're not the best. We're <sighs> the best. The ad line is, hey, kids. Watch out for people who say they're the best. Yeah. usually don't have your best intentions in line.
0: Yes, dude. Don't
1: listen to big money trucks when they come at you with intimidation right. and goon-style goons thug squad yes. bull crap. Right. These guys might be throwing around free product and like that, right. but we're there for you. Yes. Our trucks are made at this place by these people. Right. And we're never going to change because we, the only thing that's going to change is us getting even better. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and you get off of, you, you make the story of your advertisement, the story of your own development. Yes. And then you say, if you write in with some ideas for our trucks, we'll send you a free sticker pack. So sad. We're going to have Gosh. a special thing here and a special yeah. thing there. Right. And then if they go even harder, it's like, well, you kids, you may have heard that they're starting to beat up our riders at the events. You know why that <laughs> is? Is we stand between you and yeah. them. We stand between them and you. Dude, they're the same guys that are going to push you around and make f- make fun of you for not wearing the right brand of shoe or this or that. Now you get right. someone who knows how to advertise in there. Yeah, and they can actually have they could have a technically inferior truck, like Tracker was yeah. inferior. Right, but you know what? It really wasn't. That much worse than the early indies. Right. And also, Tracker needed to get on its game and go, okay, turning is probably going to be important. <laughs> it's probably going to be Probably important. turning yeah. is going to be important. Yeah. And they needed to be humble and do their work right. on their turning. Right. It's just, you've got a base plate and a kingpin. Yeah, and then when you like, angle it more, yeah, it right. does more, more turning. turning. Yeah, come and you on. Uh, straight up, it does more turning. And the, down here, <sighs> more stability. Yeah. And, you know, like this. But, you know what? Everyone was fine with it. Nobody had the wherewithal. It was all a bunch of skateboarders freaking Lord of the Flies. Dude, I get it. Yeah, I'm not mad. Yeah. It was what it was. Right. But what probably will be. Yeah. Is I'm excited about the existence of slappy trucks, and I couldn't help but notice mm-hmm. that Independent has just released its Stage Four Revival.
0: Ah.
1: Well, that's because people want to turn yeah they've wanted to turn there've been a whole bunch of us that wanted to turn the whole time and now independent has lost the skate shop leaning over the counter saying, oh you don't want that right you want this yeah oh you want to be a kook you know and they were depending on skate shops to do exactly what they'd been doing in their advertising it's so funny because like i got death threats over saying come kook with us yeah they called us kooks you know we hadn't we had a you know and, and not just death threats but surrounded and assaulted yes you know i was never slapped
0: right god i was never you. slapped
1: god bless you there's this urban legend that i got slapped and that's when i learned to shut up
0: there it is yes well, you uh,
1: can see how well that works yeah right look at you <laughs>
0: shutting up i love it when you shut up <laughs> dude you know i'm like would be totally willing like if if Tracker had come out and been like, "Yo, oh, they might be the best, but we're better, or, or had done some really smart marketing campaign and had been kind of for the underdog, even if their trucks were up to 20% worse than Indies, I would have rode Tracker. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like, I totally would have done it. Like, they could have had it all, man. They literally could have had it all. Like, I have high hopes that maybe one day, like dumb data or, or thrash talk or somebody will pick apart one of our videos and talk about how inconsistent and stupid we are. We're and not. then we can, like get together and have dinner with them there and you like, go we can buy him dinner and we could just be like yeah let's do more Boy, of could you let's imagine if
1: gifted hater
0: got a hold of us yeah dude and we go and tread together and we just enjoy each other's company and we can do- like that's sick that's robust you know that what would, i mean that would be that ah. would be very
1: interesting yes um i think the if i if i were to steal man an argument against me go ahead it would start with that i'm that he's not a real skateboard. <laughs> that's that's what they started yeah, with and right. i think that was that was probably their best yeah, shot right don't listen to his thinking and ideas right. because he's not a real skateboarder but the thing is when you have someone starting like that with you mm-hmm. they're saying don't listen to don't listen to ideas right because that person that's called an ad hominem attack yeah and it's actually categorized as a logical fallacy indeed if you're going to Combat the the speech and ideas of a person. You know, open with an ad hominem attack. Yep. A smart listener, and mm-hmm. you know, I just don't think we're that sharp. Sure. A smart listener would immediately be on their guard yep. against the persuasion yep. that is being attempted. Right. So that's probably the first argument they'd make. Is, sure. Is uh, and then what would the next one be? Because the next one in in my career was a terrible accusation that I had harmed the most vulnerable people in a way oh, yeah. that was absolutely I was in I went in my house and was in a fetal position for 2 weeks not only metaphorically right. when that happened and it was Bill Danforth who grabbed me by the shoulder and said you need to take them to to Johnny law dang and when bill danforth tells you to take some of the johnny law over yeah. something right. you know that that's weird right you know, yeah. you know that I'm you're in a on. rare circumstance
0: yes yeah, but yeah it yeah. took me
1: a month before bill danforth just grabbed a hold of me and said you need to take that to court yeah and i did and yeah. it, you know and um yeah because threatening to murder me threat and the third thing which came with the second thing was threatening to murder me so so I think the best uh, the best way to try to stop the reasoning that, that we're putting out there, yeah, would be to ridicule my appearance.
0: Yeah, which is so low.
1: That I mean, yeah, but it's, it's so base. It's right there. We
0: can't. There is there nobody out there who can give us some real critique that has any teeth at all. You know what I mean? I'm the like, the latest on, we've got man. is that we're
1: bullying children.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot. Or that we can't kickflip. Yes.
1: Which is ironic because on my Facebook, I was kickflipping
0: you did i was, I was kick way. flipping yeah, I did, yeah. I, it was
1: only a few years ago yes. and i don't even remember it because yeah. it was unpleasant enough as a memory <laughs> well friends we're at 88 minutes yes. dear listeners dear watchers we are thankful that you joined us for a a, a time yeah together
0: 100
1: um and i you know for what it's
0: worth, for what it's worth, baby. Yeah.
1: So, thanks for tuning into the captain Lou podcast for another you know, what would a struggle session. Yes.
0: Engaging. You know what? You know how lost. we failed.
1: Hmm. Not even one time did we mention. Don't do it. Yes, <laughs> please. The Sigma male grind set, dude. The Sigma male <laughs> grind set. We're on our
0: skate. Sigma male grind set. <laughs>
1: well, tune in. Tune in next time for some more Sigma male grind <laughs> yes. sets here. On the Captain Lou Show. We're going to turn yes. off the podcast. Now we'll be with Facebook for another couple of years. Catch us on YouTube. Catch us on Apple. Catch us on Spotify. Yes. Please donate. Yes.